0: Hi guys, I'm Lux. And I'm Sam. And we host Killing It, the crime cast. Every week, each of us tells the other about a crazy and interesting true crime case we've come across. Some highlights include... A countess who bathed in blood. A machete-wielding homophobe. Munchausen by proxy leading to matricide. Murderous messages written in lipstick. And a religious pastor being bludgeoned to death with an electric guitar. We both love true crime, we love talking about it, and we hope you guys will enjoy listening to it. So check out Killing It, the crime cast on whatever podcast app you damn well please. Bye-bye. The body of 34-year-old Nicole Brown Simpson, ex-wife of O.J. Simpson, was... Fired. really believe Kurt Cobain is dead. Millions of people mourned the tragic death of John Lennon today. Struggles to come to terms with the death of Princess Diana. Waiting for... Work. Okay, um, but how is that revolting? What of the apes lie not about a race? <laughs> Insisting her first tweet was a bad joke. The ABC star later issued an apology to Jarrett and announced that she'd be leaving Twitter, sharing, I apologize to Valerie Jarrett and to all Americans. I'm truly sorry for making a bad joke about her politics and her looks. I should have known better. Forgive and me. And her looks, she yeah. mentions her- Well, that's what the plan of the age is. Right, sings, but I mean, but she, like, owned up to that? Like, yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding? Forgive me. My joke was in bad taste. I apologize. This is a separate tweet. I apologize. I'm now leaving Twitter. $22,000 says that was written by our fucking publicist. So then, at 1228, amid the controversy, Wanda Sykes, head writer on Roseanne, you know, Black, has mm-hmm. announced she's leaving the show. She took Shit, to Twitter yeah, on she Tuesday is. to write, I will not be returning to Roseanne on ABC. Update at 2.02 p.m. Eastern Time. Roseanne has been canceled. Fuck yeah. Bye. Mm-hmm. And this is the lady, so she is African-American, but not... At the first glance, you would probably not Right, she's, think, like... Yeah, she, like, so. passes. Yeah. I mean, in that picture, I I, ha- I don't know any that's other ones. It's all bullshit. Like... Like, what? But I, I'm, like, kudos what? to ABC. Yeah. For being, you know, but, they're half but that, Disney, so... But that's, that's a good example of when things are done right. Absolutely. And... People are held responsible for their actions, their thoughts, their words, and they're held accountable. But what's it say when your own president isn't held accountable and gets to say whatever he wants because he feel like he can? You're here, here. Oh, and then people rest commend of people him for right speaking his, speaking his, fucking his mind. mind. You know what? Have those thoughts in private. You don't get to have those thoughts as a president. So I started recording like three That's minutes fine. ago. Okay, so <laughs> <clears throat> all good. Uh-huh. Did we already play our intro? hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's been taken care of. Mm-hmm. Time to move on to business then. Business. 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 Aww. Um, my. Me, 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 me.
1: <laughs> la la la
0: la. <clears> hmm. <throat> ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Woosa, <laughs> woosa. <laughs> um, yes, okay, so my apartment is empty. Mm hmm. There's like nothing in here. It's it freaking me out. It looks like the two of you are squatters. We are squatters. Welcome. Do you feel like that right now? I definitely do. But honestly, like I could squat here. I mean, it's not so bad. It's the couches are comfy. It smells good. Yeah. If if I could steam clean linoleum, you can. I have a steamer mop. Right. Like but I mean, one? like even deeper, like oh, like, like you wanna... into the concrete <laughs> and like. Listen, I was mopping my walls yesterday, <clears throat> so. I'm with you. I'm just like embracing the OCD. When at this point. we first moved into our house, because I don't know that most people listening know, but I have wood walls, as you right. know, and my mom made me clean them because the people previous have been smokers, and I'm sure not just them and before them and then right. before them and all the cowboys and the whomever have mm-hmm. stayed in that house right. have all been smokers. <clears throat> it's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, um, it's indoors, absolutely. Like, and, it can seep into your furniture and, like, well, you're... right. And who knows how, like, I'm sure wood should be resealed at some point, and it never sure. has been. Right. Um, and I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> right. Forget yeah. it at this point. But, like, why? And also, dirty. Mm-hmm. We clean them, and they will never be clean enough to me. I mean, it just won't be. Yeah. And on top of that, I painted the trim... Because literally everything was wood. I painted a trim around the windows and stuff, and the first layer turned, like, yellow. Oh, no. So what does that tell you? After the it's second hard. coat, it was fine, but, yeah, the first coat, everything turned, like, yellow. Yikes. And that all been cleaned already. Because <clears throat> well. it was, like, just a month or so after moving in that I decided to take that on, and I was, like, mm-hmm. ill. Mm-hmm. But hopefully it's trapped and suffocating underneath Oh, hello, Juan Maintenance. Yep. Yeah. You're ruining <laughs> our podcast. Um, excuse me. Go somewhere me. else. We're trying to record here, mister. Yeah. We should put a sign up that says, shh, we're Hi, recording. recording, excuse. Or, you know, live could, like, studio. <laughs> live hot studio set. leaf blowers. <laughs> Uh, Right? That's what they have out there? Hot set? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, or we could, you know, record in, like, a studio, like, real, actual podcasters do. We don't have money for that. Well, this sounds like a good way to transition into our Patreon. Yeah. Do we have one set up now? We're Um, working on it? I'm working on it. it. You're Mrs. Crafty, so you have to... I don't know what the fuck to do. I don't, I'm, like... <clears throat> I have a hard enough time leaving my apartment and speaking to other people, so like trying to figure to, like, out what other people care about is very low on my list. Stickers, of people like stickers. That's true. People could always use magnets. Although when I was working at Disney and I would go hand out stickers, everybody like the adults are like, "Why?" And I'm really? like, "Because it's a fucking sticker. Take it. Like it's free. Enjoy your sticker." And move I on. always want, and I'm always upset exactly. when they don't offer me one. I know, right. Just like I was upset that I did not get ID'd at one point on our vacation, <laughs> but then when I have when I'm at work, everybody's like, "No, you can't be right, you don't thirty, right? Almost thirty. Almost thirty. I Thank never would have guessed. Thank you. I mean, sure, I might not look nineteen anymore, but like I had no makeup on, <clears throat> I thought I looked. Okay, I okay, okay, apparently not, but that she asked everybody else who was young at the table except my parents, but like my sister, her boyfriend, did
1: and we Marshall. ID'd when we oh,
0: I got ID'd. When yeah, we to Rocco's because <laughs> I'm an infant. Like I, no, I got I, ID'd. Did you? Too. Okay. Yeah, 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 I look yeah. like a child everywhere I go. Well, see, that's like, my when assumption. I walk, immediately, if I walk into a bar, they're like, "Hi, can I have your ID, please?" And I'm like, "I know that I look 14 and a half. I'm not. I'm very old." And grumpy, like a 78-year-old man. Yeah, maybe your year should be fixed. <laughs> but I don't know. I was very offended. <clears throat> I'm still very offended. I'm like, wait, you asked all the other younger <laughs> people except me? That's so funny. For my ID? Like, Andrew- specifically did not <laughs> ask me for it. Um, Andrew, on his 21st birthday, did not get ID'd. When he went to the liquor store to buy stuff. That's so disappointing. And then my friend was in there with him because I wasn't 18 yet. Uh-huh. Or wasn't 21 yet. And um, a friend of mine was in the store with him and literally yelled at the clerk. She's like, you have to ID, people. It's his birthday. And so then they redid the whole transaction. It was a thing. And we've well, never it gone back like to that liquor store. That guy just sells it to anybody. <laughs> well, it was so. over by Stony Brook, so they don- genuinely don't care. Brook. In, like, Winter Garden. Yeah, 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 okay. Really? I would think that they'd be much more particular over there. Well, they're rich people, so. Oh, well, that's true. They don't care. Yeah. That reminds me of a time my mom and I were out to lunch at Tijuana Flats and Dr. Phillips, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you're familiar with. Mm-hmm. My best friend Rachel works right over there. Yeah. There's a hair salon over there somewhere. Yes, so... Um, we were there at lunch, and a group of seemingly maybe from Polk County people had come in. Right, like I love that—that's a descriptor, like just automatically on its own. I know that nobody else knows what it means, but basically, kind of little rednecky, <coughs> everywhere country has its own, Polk County, and just you know that place cool. where you think it's really grungy and you don't really ever want to go if you don't have to. Well, the thing is, that's though, it. like there were only a couple cars in the parking lot because this was, like, a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I probably had, like, a dentist appointment or something. I needed mm-hmm. her to accompany me, to. I have no idea why we were even out to lunch there <laughs> together on, like, a weekday right. at noon. But um, I was like, oh, no, no, no. I bet they're getting in, like... I think they were in, like, a G-Wagon. But she's like, no, they're probably, like, in that car over there. I don't even know why we were having the discussion. But, no, they were definitely in the Mercedes, like, G-Wagon. But outwardly looking at them... It wouldn't be the assumption, but, you know, I'm sure they were from, like, Windermere, which would be more... Right. Or anywhere over there. It's a nice area, but it's a little more rural. There are people who have money and land, and Mm -hmm. maybe animals or not. They just have land to have land. Yeah, But, um, my uncle's wife is telling me a really nice area near the Disney neighborhood. Because if you don't know... (laughs) There is a whole really 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 nice neighborhood that so is Disney themed. So when Stephanie and I get fucking rich, yeah, this podcast, yeah. So you know, yeah, like the next few months, sure, we're expecting. Yeah, we yeah. have to put positivity out into the world. No, no, and then no I get agree. It back, right? I agree. So um, in the next few months, Stephanie and I are going to be balling. Yes, and we're gonna. Be next door neighbors. Yep. In Golden Oaks. Yep. It's gonna be great. Yep. She's gonna live in the house that has um the little Jack and Gus all over the place. Oh on my the god. Wall. Yes. Um I'm gonna live in the one that's covered in pixie dust. Yeah. Just everywhere. They if you have I mean, Google it. I don't care what you You do. can you, you have look to look find so they it. have pictures of all of the homes on their website because there's Oaks. like celebration where maybe right. you can like just buy it. And it comes right. with all the furniture and everything in it. Oh my god. So and there's one that has oh my god, it's like Milana or um um, Lilo, Lilo and Stitch. Stitch. Oh, That so one. Cute. Have you seen that one? No. Oh my God, it's so nice. googling it now. So it's like it's just very like Polynesian, like right. islandy, beachy, tiki right. bar. But it's still classy, like on the inside, and the outside is like there's this dope ass like infinity pool that runs off into a hot tub, and it's just the coolest fucking thing. I am. I think I want the Lilo and Stitch though. You I guys, don't think so. You I have to because your bougie is up. So, once you see the one with Jack and Gus running around and the giant gold door, you're going to want to live there. It's going to happen. I mean, you guys, Google it. It's phenomenal. And I think when you move in, you get, like, a membership to Disney. Mm-hmm. Like, you have a pass. You don't have yep, to pay. Yep, it's automatic. Pay. I Ugh. mean, these are trillion dollar homes, so... I don't care. Like, it's worth it. I'm not saying I wouldn't buy it. I'm just saying it's definitely trillion dollar It's homes. definitely a much better step up than Celebration. Yeah. I mean, Celebration's great. Don't give it away. It is wrong. great, and it was great. I would love to fucking live in Celebration. I mean, that would be nice, too, especially their newer part where mm-hmm. it was a little less cookie-cutter, and there's exactly. only, like, maybe 20, 30 houses I in really there, like but... I the, like the townhomes, you know? Oh, I mean, yeah, I love the like, townhomes. that's home what I meant too. We used to go trick-or-treating there when we didn't live in, yeah. a, we lived in an, a, an apartment neighborhood, but there wasn't enough people there to, like, sure. enjoy trick-or-treating, so... I liked the, um... Fucking, we go there every, like Christmas. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just drive through and see all the lights. Yes, beautiful. It's a lovely neighborhood, but I feel like Golden Oak is definitely the go well, up of oh, Disney neighborhood. I remember them building it, and they came and did like a presentation when I was working there, and they're like, "So we're going to have a housing community on Disney property," and where everyone, everyone that I worked with was like, "Ah, fuck! How many years are we going to have to save up to be able to live on this fucking Forever. property?" If they did it at Anaheim, like I'm gone, bye. I would be there forever. No. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. No. Disneyland sucks. Oh my God! Get out of my apartment. It's not as good as Disney World. I'm telling Walt you Disney World. No. Look, we all have the, and I can say this because I'm the firstborn. <laughs> Disneyland is his firstborn, and it's great in its and own perfect, right and, and beautiful. It, thank you. In every That's way. kind of you to say. <laughs> But then, you have your second one, and your second one, you kind of put everything into, and like, yeah, Disney and World. Sometimes just, you overdo it, no, and fucking spoil it, no. Mm, what's spoiled about Disney World? Listen, first of all, in comparison to Universal, I mean, or other theme obviously. parks in the area, Disney World completely well, washes everything out of and cancels it does. everything. It's because that was his plan. He's like, this is going to be the greatest thing that's ever been built. in And the world. it is the greatest thing. Even better than Disneyland. It's not, though. Here's the thing you go, you walk down Disney, Main Street USA, yeah. here in Disney World, okay? Yeah. You walk down, you see all the balloons. The castle is magnificent. It's gigantic. It's so pretty. Yeah. Everything's great. You see all the shops and you smell the, the candy, the, the popcorn, confectionery, yeah. and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's great. You walk into, I don't know, the Emporium and try to, like, find anything. First of all, you get lost within the first five minutes if you don't know where you're going. Secondly, every single employee in there is going to ignore you for a quick second, except for the one person who's standing at the door greeting you, okay? And then it becomes a giant clusterfuck when you have to stand in the line for 30 minutes. It sounds like you just have something against the Emporium <laughs> and, and not Disney World <laughs> as a whole, but the Emporium <laughs> Same thing what happened in Adventureland. I was at, um, fucking Epcot, and there was this dude, who ironically is now married to someone else I used to work with at Disney. Interesting. A t- test track was down. Okay. A child came up and is like, when is test track going to reopen? If you've ever worked theme parks, you know that there's always one answer, and it's we don't know, basically. Oh, well, for that, They don't yeah. tell us. We don't know, because then they can't get mad at you. Right. This guy said, um, it's closed, and it's probably not going to reopen, so, yeah. Exactly like that. Like, not... To a child. Like, an eight-year-old. And he probably cried. Was very rude. Child cried. Ran to his mom. They're never gonna reopen. It's gonna be the worst. So, where are you mad at... You, so, you're saying the whole... Because, I mean, as far as, like, you and I going to Disney, I know it's very different... Right. ...than, like, a tourist going to Disney. Right. But, um... Those interactions are important, and I agree that that was wrong, but the Emporium and or One Employee's interaction doesn't okay, cancel right. out how great no, the rest right, of it is. but I worked there for six years, so I saw a lot more than just that stuff. Sure. <clears throat> when you go to Disneyland, you walk into the park, you see the literal railroad that Walt himself drove around the fucking park. He designed it, the Santa Fe Railroad number one, the original, right there. You see his fucking apartment. When you walk in, it's on the left. You can just look up there and see the little light they leave on for him. You can walk through the park and meet everyone. You can meet Barbara, who's worked at, at the Emporium for 35 years. Or you can meet fucking Hector, who was the chef there from 1955 when it this opened. sounds like... It's so cool. You... But you've got to remember, there's still people at Disney World who have those same experiences yeah just because you didn't talk to them or you don't know their names doesn't mean there's not people i mean my stepdad's been there for over 20 years that's cool my other uh family friend kathleen she's been there for over 20 years my grandmother was there since like they opened but like working in the castle like roam around main street you can chase peter pan through fantasyland then like then that's Disney the Disney World thing. just needs to do it differently. Exactly. Alice in Wonderland. They the whole well, what Alice happened to Londra the horses? The I used to love the horses that came down Main exactly. Street. They're gone. Right. That's what I'm saying. But you could still go get a haircut in the barber shop. Which is cool. I love that. That's yes. my favorite thing for There's some things, and you know, they used to have the Disney's cast member party where you sure. could bring the kids right. you know, when I was little, that's what we did every mm-hmm. Christmas. We'd get a family picture, they'd send you a couple weeks later, like mm-hmm. a cute little Disney Christmas frame. Right, that doesn't happen anymore. You speak free cookies, free <clears throat> hot chocolate, what I'm saying, and everything. Is the thing is, it's Disney. Now World. you're all paying to buy tickets, and you're going to Mickey's very merry Christmas party because they opened it to the public. Which I still mm-hmm. think is great. I still yeah. think that that's fine and acceptable because I believe sure. And they throw great holiday parties oh, yeah. for their employees. Like, Absolutely. I mean, beyond what you could ever dream of, in sure. part evenings and stuff but now it's not just like bring your family it's just mm-hmm. you and like one other person right. can come like it's no more kids being able to come and enjoy the park so my biggest thing is disney world it started out as this great brilliant vision right and then walt died a year before it could open right so he didn't actually get to put the finishing touches on it he didn't get to um, walk everybody through exactly how everyone should be trained and exactly how the park should look and exactly well, what everything should be. Let's be real. So <clears throat> over now time, it's become very quantity over quality. Well, you know what I mean? I think that's the company as a whole, I though. agree. And unfortunately, no one else is him. Right. Um, but I feel like Disneyland is under But I've also heard he a, was an asshole, so I don't well take it little, too seriously. Bit, but, but, but very creative. If you've never seen the movie about his like early like cartooning oh, life, Ricky? yes, it's so good. A really good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and really interesting because there's a lot that you don't maybe mm-hmm. you know know about the other people who right. you know worked with him and stuff, or how he really got started and how difficult it was for mm-hmm. him. But it's a great movie. Um, I mean, I just think it's it truly really is magical. All of it's magical. It I is. mean, I I hate this. When I went to Disneyland, first of all, I was, like, 15 and maybe a little unappreciative. Hot. Mm-hmm. We had trouble mm-hmm. with getting in the gate with our tickets. They, like, it was, like, a whole ordeal. And, and when so everything's I, so much smaller. So all the waits are longer. It's well, just how it goes. Everything is a lot smaller. And I think I was just over it the minute, like, there was tr- issues at the gate mm-hmm. with trying to figure out, you know, we were employee, you know, mm-hmm. employee tickets and... Blah, blah, blah and now you gotta wait and I just mm-hmm. checked out I was just like okay like this is just right. like done in my head mm-hmm. like I'm over it it's hot right
1: I'm but young. I'm, I'm anxious. <laughs> you know,
0: like I don't. Where's want my Clash album? Like, yeah, like where's my headphones? And right. like just get me the hell through here. But then, and then also to be fair, I mean, I worked at Disney World <laughs> for six years. Right. So, so it's, you're bitter about that. Sure. and That's acceptable. And yeah. I'm bitter about having to wait. Outside I mean, if you've, you've me ever walked through the Adventureland tunnels and smelled that fucking dumpster, you know what I'm talking about. No, but Cast I see members. pictures of all the dole with pineapples underneath being stormed. It's just like that one section of the tunnels right by Adventureland is just the worst. I, it's like rancid when you walk through I here. believe it. It's awful. But that's just driving around right. Florida in general. You <laughs> get that one spot and you're like yesterday on our way home something was dead on the side of the road no. and I had the windows down and it was a nice after like mm-hmm. all the rain yesterday. It was nice and it was cool. And we're driving home, and it's, like, some radio station, 98.3, by the way, plays, like, this whole mix, it went from, like, Nirvana to, like, Rick Springfield Oh yeah, to, like, I mean, like, just all right. over the place, but I was like, oh, this is, like, my dream, like, radio station, like, where are we going with this? Who right. knows? Green Day popped up at some point, and you're like, oh, sure. okay, like, <laughs> I can do this. Anyway, and then, you know, you just run through that pass, mm-hmm. and you're like, and something's dead. Yeah, and if you live in land, you know the dead smell. Okay. And at this point, it doesn't really bother me. I'm not grossed out by it. I right. just know what it smells like. Right. And I'm like, and there's death. See, oh, that's rain. I thought that was a lawn guy. And I'm like, see, <laughs> like on. Nope. It's almost it's three thirty, so it's time. It's in Florida. It rains every day at four o'clock. Just about. So I didn't bring my umbrella in with me. Do you still have my black umbrella in, in my your car, bag? I do. In your car. <laughs> It's fine. Hopefully all my tan won't wash away. Oh, no. I'll give you a garbage bag if I have to. I'll make okay, you a dress. I'll wear highlight. like a skirt. It'll be great. Yeah. It's fine. It's uh, fine. <laughs> um, but my whole thing is like, like when I was at Disneyland, when Andrew and I were there for our honeymoon, we were walking through, um, Toonland? Toonland? Uh, yeah. Toonland. Sure. I forget what it's called. Whatever. I think it's to- Toontown? Toontown. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Toontown land. (laughs) Toontown. Yes. So we were walking through townland land and um, Pluto comes up behind us and we're taking a selfie and Pluto comes up behind us and takes a selfie with us. He just like photobombs us. And it's the best thing. Like, I don't think I have it up on my wall but it is like you can see genuine joy in both of our faces. It's just the fucking coolest. Marshall's terrified by the way of Goofy's barn Stormer. Oh my god, why? Cuz he hates roller coasters in and general does too. And but I took him so we went on Thunder Mountain. Do you, you like roller coasters? Um I'm so I've been on Kraken at SeaWorld. Okay. That's the biggest one I've been on. I don't remember what, that one. It's big. It's, like, it's, Is like... Is it, like, the straight-up one? Yeah. It's, like, the Hulk. Okay. It goes, like, straight-up okay. and then, like, kind of cuts down and, like... So, fun f- fact... Mm-hmm. When that ride opened... Yep. In, like, the 90s, my mom won or got, like, VIP, like, tickets mm-hmm. to come. Like, they were having... So, like, people would be able to come and, like, try and ride right. the ride. But they also had celebrities. Ooh. I know. Ooh. I know. And they had, they had like, Lance Bass was there and LFO, which if you're a girl who grew up in the 90s and didn't wear Abercrombie <laughs> & Fitch because of the LFO song, you're doing right. life wrong. Like, that was a huge deal. And LFO was performing, and if you had passes to the ride thing, you mm-hmm. got to go... To the concert. That's great. Yeah, well, I didn't ride because I was terrified. My sister right. is very brave. I'm not a roller coaster thrill seeker. Mm-hmm. Um, but fast forward to middle school, and we were on a field trip at SeaWorld, and I didn't want to be made fun of because I was a scaredy mm-hmm. cat. I did ride it. I was terrified. It's over very quickly. Yeah, I survived. <laughs> But you said that was like a look of PTSD in your eyes. There eye. is a little PTSD. Of, I mean, it was fine. I, you know, you get that thrill of like, oh, okay, I can do it again. Like, that'd be fine. I right. never have. I've okay. never read it again. One time was plenty. Okay. Um, did you ever read The Hulk? No. 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 Um, but the one roller coaster I do love is the Aerosmith one. Rock and roller, Rock and coaster. roller coaster. That's my favorite. You know why? Because you can't fucking see anything. It's small, it's contained, and Disney does everything right and everything's safe at Disney. So I that's how I feel. Um, Tower of Terror, I rode like three times. That's also enough. One of my favorites. I also cried before riding that one. In I think at school in high favorite. school. Mm-mm. So it's too real. It's too. Real. (laughs) Being in an elevator that might fall is a very real... I agree. I'm actually very afraid of elevators. Yes. But that's not an elevator. So it looks like an elevator, but it's not. But... So the way but that the it happens—that it's an elevator—I know it's not. So the way an that elevator. it happens, because I took a lights-on tour when I was working there. That's good, kind of. Yeah, my stepdad worked there in the back, <coughs> and it still doesn't make it's me so feel. So anything. it literally. <laughs> no. Um, fun fact: they have a giant couch and a very large fucking plasma screen TV in their break room, and I remember being extraordinarily jealous of it. Why half of them work in the AC? I know. There's only like one person at the bottom who's telling people yeah. to get in line and checking measurements. The rest of them are all in the store. Um, Anywho, so it's it's literally a giant like hydraulic arm that comes up and grabs the vehicle and pulls it down. So you're actually going faster than you would if you were falling. That's okay. I'm good. <laughs> I don't have to do any of that. <laughs> also, there's no and I've ride done track. It. It there's just, what? There's no track. Like there's nothing. It just goes. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> so, when I was 7, my 7th birthday, we went to Six Flags, and I rode the Shockwave, which is about the size of the Hulk. It's double loops, also. Mm-hmm. I rode that 7 times. No, thank you. But you know what I do so. like is when Disney Quest existed, mm-hmm. making your own roller coaster. Yeah. I could do that. Was, like, I don't have an issue of, like, going upside down and things. I don't really know what my issue... Maybe it's the height probably. rather than anything. Although... I'm fine going up mountains and being like up high. Right. I don't know what it is. I just, I've just I, never been into it. I love roller coasters. My dad always so wanted to take much. me like on the slingshot at Old Town. See those I won't do, and I would like scream and kick and like because that's there's like just no you way you fly out it, real easily. But oh. like so, I was at Busch Gardens once, and the fucking harness came undone on Montu. Yeah. That okay. Like a ride. Mm-hmm um and the seatbelt was still buckled thankfully but the harness totally like popped and like was open so i'm clinging on and like my legs are crossed maybe that's the terrifying part it was very scary what could go wrong i also never like splash mountain Mm -hmm. and or atlantis journey to atlantis like Mm -hmm. any rides like that that like have that falling yeah but i ride everest that's the still little like a little scary. That one still—that one still gives me anxiety. I've done it many, <laughs> many, many times, and I even went for the opening when they had cast members mm-hmm. only riding it. Um, oh, back when Betty was working, uh, sure. Betty the Eddie, yeah. Um, we, my stepdad took me and one of my friends from high school. I don't even know anymore who. Oh, can name Zach? I last I heard you were homeless. If you're not homeless anymore, let me know. I don't know. Does he listen to this? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows anymore? He was living in, like, Iowa or something. But, like, that was, like, MySpace day, so I wouldn't know. I I don't know how to get in touch with anybody beyond that now. But not important. Um, We went and wrote it over and over and over and over again. But still, to this day, like, I will have... I think and maybe it's a progression of getting older Mm -hmm. and realizing, like, the things that can happen. Right. I've just always... I still get a little anxiety about it. I agree. I and made I Marshall ride it and he was terrified and very upset with me. So if I go on, like, a new roller coaster or, like, something um, that I haven't done in a really long time, I do get a little, like, nervous. Okay. Like, a little yeah. fluttery. Yeah. Um, But I, I love it and I want to do it a million times. Well, like, I think that's more of it. Like, I hadn't been on Everest in, like, forever. Because mm-hmm. the ride, the line's usually, like, three hours long. Right. And I don't care. I've done sure. it. Like, I don't have to, like experience as part of yeah. Disney like it's fine like other people I've got Andrew it. he's more accustomed to roller coasters because I won't ride them by my I don't like riding them by myself um and when we first started dating he wouldn't ride anything yeah absolutely no roller coasters and yeah. so we did um Space Mountain was the first one that I finally convinced him to do and that was after six months of walking up to it and you think you can do it this time and he's like nah uh-uh so we finally did that one and he loved it because it's in the dark he yeah he didn't see anything so that's then we did also the problem with that one though mm-hmm. because it's so close oh, yeah that's like every time i ride it i think about the whole degloving incident. yes 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 me too and i'm like i'm just i know i'm only five foot but i still yep. feel like I'm exactly. too all to be on this ride if you um, don't know what it is um, it. i'm sure you know it's squeamish it. google it you'll find no, it oh thank you so and then it had to be lights on for a long time exactly yeah which is even scarier uh yeah because it's very (laughs) close it's very compact it's dual tracks and like it's a little crazy but um I don't think Marshall's been on that one I don't really like that one because when I did ride it I'd always get like a migraine from like the whiplash Mm because it's very fast yeah that's how I feel about rock and roller coaster because my head always hits the really the rest that one's but see, like there's no rest on Space Mountain like nothing is like Keeping There's your shoulders or neck in place, so like everything is just We're kind just of like around, flopping yeah. around, yeah. So anyway, we should probably get back. To so this has been thirty-minute rant. Yeah, we have a new podcast now. It's called <laughs> Disney uh, Moments. Yeah, do you or don't you? What do you do or don't you do? Roller coasters or no? Hmm. Anyway, Disneyland so or Disney World. It's Aaron's turn today. Hi, welcome. Yeah, this is Fame and Misfortune. Yeah. It's actually a murder podcast, not a theme park-related podcast. Nope. We related just both podcasts. are very passionate about so Disney. so passionate. You know, that's how we go. Disney and roller coasters in general. Um, <clears throat> yes, Fame and Misfortune, celebrity true crime podcast. Also, um, has a little something to do with beauty, because pretty girls can, like, murder, too. Yes, we can. Deal with it. That's right. Yeah. Um... Okay, so if you don't know us, and I don't know that we've ever actually talked about this on the thing, but we're both makeup artists. We have talked about <laughs> have it we? a little bit, yeah. Okay, so. Just well, sort of. We've hinted at it, I think. If you're new, we are both makeup artists. I'm an esthetician. Yep. Um, I'm Erin. And I'm Stephanie. Did we do that already? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know it's really not near. important. Anywho, so every week we talk about a murder. Or celebrity, celebrity Scandal situation I would like to say they're not always A-list celebrities Oh no Sometimes these are D, E, F, G But they would have been people Known in their field right. and and Notable Or mm-hmm. somewhat important In their years of time yep. So they're important people mm-hmm. It's not strictly just Like mm-hmm. the top of the top um, But the name of the game Is fame and misfortune because famous people Tend to deal with Lots of bullshit, so. but they're also people too. They are people too. They're just like us, <laughs> Mm-hmm. just like this this people, uh, yeah. Rob Knox, who um, I honestly had no idea who he was until a few days ago. I was trying to figure out what I was gonna do, and then I started googling shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I did, I came across you know one of those videos. It's like ten celebrities you won't believe died. Um, about those so those usually have good yeah uh-huh. in fact I recently saved a website that was like 25 people that have been like celebrities or stars who have been either convicted of homicide or Ooh. maybe potentially like committed homicide it's where i That's got mine from today nice but a lot of people that <clears throat> maybe wouldn't know or have expected and um
1: yeah so um very interesting anyhow, so i'm watching
0: this video and it, this is rob knox is like the third person in it okay and i it it was so interesting of a story that i immediately paused the video and went and googled it because i had no idea okay um so that good so yeah you're in for something good before we do that though let's take just a really quick break and then i'll tell you all about him. hi it's carolyn (BLEEP) and vanessa from from not another x-files podcast podcast we're the female-led x-files podcast you didn't even know you were looking for We've got plenty of opportunities for nostalgia, conspiracies, forbidden romance, and plenty of laughs. It's true. Come on over to our place in Vancouver, Canada, and revisit your favorite 90s sci-fi TV show. You'll be glad you stopped by. You can find us on all your favorite podcast spots and on the web at notanotherxfpod.libsyn.com. Bye. Bye. Music for this promo by Purple Planet. Okay. Well, yeah, welcome sorry, back. back to reality. Oh, it goes gravity. Oh, go. okay. M M. Well, yes. So, all right. So you <clears throat> found a really good murder. A really good the one. Site. Um, for those of you who don't know, I am obsessed with Harry Potter. It's an issue in my life mm-hmm. to the point where there was an entire month or two where I did nothing but eat Chipotle and watch Harry Potter movies on repeat. It's not a bad life. It was like a really good time, honestly. It's, so I'm not mad about it. Yeah, it was great. Um. Yes, so I love Harry Potter. Rob Knox, um, for those of you who don't know him, which probably hardly anyone does, um, was an actor who portrayed Marcus Belby in Harry Potter and the half What Prince. Um, so Marcus Belby is a character in the books, and then in the, um, the film, if you'll remember, there's a dinner party with Professor Slughorn. He has one every year, and he comes back to Hogwarts, and so he has an, a new one, right? Mm-hmm. And he invites all of his star pupils, all the ones that are doing the best in his class, and the people that he really likes. And sure, they all come to this dinner party. <clears throat> so, um, this feels like that moment in Gilmore Girls. Did you ever watch that show? I did. Where yes. this professor has like the for Yale, I think it is. Mm-hmm. No, Gossip Girl, not Gilmore Girls. Gossip, Gossip Girl. Girl. Where the professor or, like, the dean of the school has, like, all of the special, uh... Like, like, the elite. The elite people who are applying Mm -hmm. to get into Harvard or whatever. Uh, yes. And they, you know, he'll invite only, like, six people... ...of everybody who's applied. So it's very exclusive. Yes. Mm -hmm. Same type of situation. Okay. Um... Yes, so... He's invited, Marcus Belby is invited to this party. He's excelling in Professor Slughorn's class, and Mm -hmm. he likes him a lot. So he's invited. Um, And I want to say he goes with Hermione as, like, friends. Okay. But I can't remember. But I know he's sitting near her at the table, for sure. Okay. Because I remember there was this very specific point when Hermione says um, that her dad is a dentist. And this character, Marcus Belby, is like, the fuck? is, obviously, he's a wizard and has no idea right. what a dentist is. Right. <clears throat> Which is weird. Anywho, that's another White Wait, wizards won't know what a dentist <laughs> is? I, yeah. I guess they can well, magically I fix... Fix it. Or right. go to, like, a healing, like a... Um, like a witch doctor? A, wi- a witch doctor. That's exactly right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, a witch
0: wizard? A witch wizard. A wizard doctor? A witcher? A witcher? I don't know. Anyway, you get the idea, right? Um, a a yes. healer of a some healer. sort. yes. <laughs> Oh god. Okay. So, um, yes. So Marcus Belby is in the same grade as those guys, which I wanna say in Half life Prince is year six. Okay. Yeah, it is. Um and he had also signed on to appear in the latter two films. Later two films. Latter. latter? No, ladder. No, latter comes first. Ladder. Later. So like if you were giving somebody options, mm-hmm. do you want coffee or do you want tea? You say the latter. It's the would be last coffee. One. Shit. No. Dear English professors, I'm Googling how I am. We don't know what we're doing. I have to save the golden oak so I can <clears throat> show Marshall where we're gonna live. Later. Yes. Okay. So Sorry. he was, he had signed. Two on T's or one T? What are you working with there? Two Ts. Okay. The meeting. latter meeting. Mm. <gasps> ladder. No, you're right, it is that one. So, it's the denoting the second or second mentioned of two people or things. Mm-hmm. The Russians could advance into Germany or Austria. They chose the latter option. Yeah. Okay, so okay. Um, we should keep score of every time you and I disagree on something and then we Google it. And then it's one and then or the other? Okay. One or the other. Okay, All right. so that's point Aaron. One point me. Rude. Okay. <laughs> You're a sore loser, are you not? No, it's fine. Um, okay, so, he had signed on to perform in the, or to appear in the Deathly Hallows Parts 1 and 2. <clears throat> he was born, um, May 24th, 2008. Uh, on my paper it's written 24th May 2008, because this is all in British, which I love. Um, he was acting from 2000 to 2008, so he had had an eight-year-long career. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh, studied at Beth's Grammar School which I think we determined is right before high school. It's like a middle school. Yeah, in between. Somewhere like that. Yeah. Um, He began acting at 11. But I also think grammar schools are like what we consider magnet schools. Oh, that's right. So they're not like a private school, but they're not quite public. They're in between. So it's like a better quality of school. Yes. But not like super expensive. Correct. Okay. He began acting at age 11, um, gaining small roles in British television shows like... Um, The Bill After You've Gone and Trust Me I'm a Teenager which is my favorite show title ever Trust Me I'm a Teenager (laughs) That's funny Um, He made his first cinematic debut in King Arthur as an extra in 2004 Um, He Nope that's it Oh, He also appeared on Tonight with Trevor McDonald which is not that show that's on Adult Swim. No. <laughs> with the dude with the afro. <laughs> that's Andre. That's Andre. Eric Whatever Andre. Eric Andre. <laughs> not to be confused with Trevor Noah. The night <laughs> show with Trevor? Trevor yeah. McDonald. Trevor tonight McDonald. With Trevor McDonald. Is like a 60 minutes type show in the UK. Uh huh. And so it covers important things and also Harry Potter actors. Uh huh. Yep. Exactly. So he was in that. Um, yep. Which I have never seen. No, me either, <laughs> clearly, because... You <clears throat> should have heard the, the, the discussion about this the first oh, time. Oh, have lord. Okay. Um, in 2007, they began casting for the role of Marcus Bellby in Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, which, of course, at this time had already been, like, a giant... Harry Potter is a massive entity, so to even get an audition um, would be a, a huge, huge deal. I mean, huge an honor thing. just to be... <clears throat> Yeah. You know, get a call in for that from your agent. To get a call back from exactly. that would be amazing. Exactly. To even make it anywhere, you know. <clears throat> yeah. And then to make it into a character with right. lines and, like, um, a part is exactly. Um, so, the um, half Blood Prince, for those of you who don't know, is the sixth film in the Harry Potter series. I love the movies. The first book was required reading when I was in middle school. Because it had just come out, and it wasn't found to be witchcraft mm-hmm. or anything weird yet. <laughs> the religious people didn't care just right. yet. So, um, it was required reading in class. Mm-hmm. And I fell asleep literally every day. Yeah, I'm sure. I just didn't... Well, first of all, teachers, your classrooms are too fucking cold. That's Could true. we turn it up yes. a little bit so I don't... Because when it's cold, right. you create a sleepy environment. Mm-hmm. I want to snuggle in a blanket... And mm-hmm. fall asleep, which mm-hmm. is why I wore sweater every day, mm-hmm. amongst other reasons. But right. mostly, so I could be cozy and warm. Right. Um. But I just couldn't. And not that it was a bad mm-hmm. book. I'm sure they were great. My sister loves them and has so read them like ten times over. But the first but two are like for me, both books and movies are like pulling teeth to get through. Because they're fair. so like young. They're very child geared. Sure and it's like i just can't i don't care that much right and i think maybe that might have been a little bit cuz i was a very mm-hmm. advanced reader like i had right. already read like true crime by that point like i was very much <coughs> exactly. like over the whole right child reading mm-hmm. era i so was like, more So like by adult. book/movie 3 it starts to pick up and get a little bit more but the the movies are phenomenal sure. i mean i've gone to see you know every one of them in there they're amazing yeah i love very them. well done <clears throat> um yes so it's the sixth film six book, six all of it and um although um marcus does not appear in deathly hallows mm-hmm. um once he had gotten the part he was signed on um to be in the final installment so in the, the okay. last two movies cool so they were like Basically like we like you You fit this really well We're going to put you In the next couple movies um, Now was his character Supposed to be in those Not movies? originally no He doesn't appear okay, so In the they, seventh book Well okay So they were writing him A so part So they were writing him Specifically exactly. That's awesome um, That's really a testament right, To Exactly, And so to have Even as not like A main right, person Right To have anything altered To suit you That has already been written And is already like script Yeah Is a huge compliment To begin with but, yes. like, for it to be something as big as the Harry Potter franchise that obviously nobody would want changed in a right. way... Right, ...is even bigger. Oh, absolutely. So, <clears throat> um, they had split Deathly Hallows into two parts, which okay. we all know. hmm Um, and he was, he had planned to appear in both of them. Um, so... Let me see. Just trying to find my place. We're gonna cut all of this. I just don't, I'm trying to find dates. <clears throat> okay, so 2007, 10. he's cast as Marcus Bellby. He films at the end of that year. And then, in May of 2009, before the release of Half-Blood Prince, he and his brother are standing outside of... Um, find it. Standing outside of the Metro Bar, next to Sidcup Railway Station, in southeast London. Okay. Um, there is a man, uh, this... Um, Carl... Let me find it. Fuck. Oh, should have organized this better. You know this weather makes me feel like we should live in like the UK, right? It's very like. Yeah. Like I'm a very okay English with it. rain moment. Yeah, I just like being better prepared. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Go to the park. Very blah, close. Blah, 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 blah. Run. Carl Norman Bishop. Okay, okay, so they're standing outside of this bar in Southeast London, and this dude Carl Norman Bishop had been thrown out of the bar. Um, mm-hmm. Earlier by bouncers Okay Um He came back In the early hours of the morning With several friends Um According to Tariq Ozerbaglu Tarek 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 We're just gonna stick with Tarek That's fine mm-hmm. Uh Who is Um Rob's friend Uh He's a 17 year old Steel working trainee Um He said that Rob and he were just talking when Carl appeared. Um, Carl pulled out two wooden kitchen knives, at least six inches long. Ugh, again! From his waistband. Why? Like, why do we have kitchen knives? Why are you also Why are around? they in your pants? Well, that too. But also, like, but like, why not a pocket knife? Are those illegal there? I think they might be. I think most knives are. I want to say that they are. I don't know if you're from the UK. Ooh, I know someone who's from the UK. What's her name? Hold on. I got this. Don't know her name. She's from the Killing It, uh, Crime Cast podcast. Yeah, okay, yeah. She needs to tell us. You need to ask her. She's great. I'm going to. Um, <clears throat> yes. just, okay, so we just decide to carry around. Like, uh, what yep. what state of, like, what mental state do you have to be in when you're leaving the house and you're like, oh, let me grab these Let me these just kitchen grab these knives, two very like large. Two. I need two like of them. Like, at least six inches long, which is, you know. Insane. That's big. This yeah. Like, this is a big old knife. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then he puts them in his waistband. Ridiculous. Right. Um, okay, so he pulls out these giant knives. Okay. Um, and then he says, who's gonna make my day then? Oh. Yeah. Nice accent. Thank you. You're welcome. I've been practicing it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so he's like, he's literally looking for trouble at this point. Okay. Um, Tarek says, girls were screaming. Jamie, uh, Rob's brother, came over and said, a boy has pulled a knife on me. Um... I tried to hold Rob back, but he pushed me onto the way and said he's threatened my little brother. So, essentially, um, Rob is not having it. This dude comes at his little brother with two Great. big old knives, and okay. Rob's like, fuck, no, not today. Um, and so, he's, like, going after him. Okay. <clears throat> um, Tarek says, Rob was angry, but he's never started any trouble in his life. I think he just wanted to protect his younger brother. Rob went up to the bloke, who stabbed him four times. Uh, Rob stumbled back, lifted his top, and we saw blood seeping from his wounds. Oh, I took my, uh, I took my jumper off and tried to wrap it around Rob's wounds. Then, as I was trying to do that, uh, I saw the guy was still stabbing people. I told my friend Charlie, who had also been stabbed, to look after Rob. Then I ran over to the bloke, and Rugby tackled him into a bush. Which, I mean, like, points to you, Tarek. Yeah, no kidding. That's great. <clears throat> Um, struggling to control his emotions, Tarek added, I might have felt a hero if Rob was still here. Aww. Uh, but what I did is never gonna bring him back. No, unfortunately. I might have saved more people from being stabbed, but he still isn't here. Which is just fucking heartbreaking. <coughs> it is really heartbreaking. It's really sad. And also, he's 17. Poor like thing. Right? Um, Rob is 18 at the time, by the way. Um. So young. So, <clears throat> let's see... A number of drinkers were hurt, uh, including Dean Saunders, 21, Nick Jones, 19, uh, Mr. Grimley, 17, and 16-year-old Andrew Dormer. Russell Wood, 21, said that he saw Mr. Saunders stabbed in the neck three times. This is the 21-year-old. Um, <clears throat> Mr. Wood, uh, 21, said the guy, he's also one of the, oh, no, he is an eyewitness. He said the guy started accusing everybody of nicking his mobile phone. Uh, he, tur- he made me turn out my pockets. The bouncers checked him out. and er, chucked him out. Excuse me. So they threw him out. And then the next thing we knew, he was outside with about five of his mates. Uh, everybody just tried to get the knife off of him. And in the process, it seemed too many people got stabbed. So he's like double fisting large steak knives. I just... <clears throat> I don't understand. Like, how did his friends... Like, when, did they at one point decide, like, yeah, we're not going to be a part of this? Yeah, what happened to his friends who's was at the bar with, and why didn't they stop him? Um, I mean, I'm not saying they didn't. It's not sure. mentioned, of right. course, so we don't really know. But, like, surely one of them could have be the reason it. with him beforehand. Like, you know, no, they weren't taking your phone. Right. Whatever the case might be, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems a little strange that they weren't really on it, or paying attention, or just let him do that. Um, Mr. Grimley, um, uh, who was also, he was 17 and also stabbed, um, described how Mr. Knox went to his rescue after the attacker pulled out two knives and said, who wants this, basically. Um, He says that Rob was just trying to look out for his mate and his brother. Uh, He also says, the stab wound had fractured my cheekbone. Uh, Ross, Rob saw me get stabbed tried to get the knife off the bloke and mm-hmm. was stabbed himself uh, yeah <clears throat> um, let's see according to everyone um, goodness let me find it <laughs> Rob's parents okay <clears throat> in a statement Rob's parents Sally and Colin Knox said Rob was a kind and thoughtful soul who would always help out others He'd spend, uh, his last penny on people, on other people instead of himself. Um, the life and soul of the party, very outgoing, loved sports, would always strike up a conversation, was respectful and adored, um, by all of his family and friends. Um, apparently he was a grammar school boy at the time of this incident. (gasps) Yeah. Um, I don't understand the math of that, but whatever. (laughs) Um... Well, maybe grammar school is... I mean, like, depending Um, on what age he's at high school. Hello, singular English person that we know. Please help. Um, yes, trying to save a 16-year-old brother was stabbed, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Also, here's a fun, less-than-fun fact. Um, Rob Knox was a member of the same rugby club as Jimmy Mizzen, the 16-year-old gentle giant that was fatally stabbed... In nearby Lee, southeast London Two weeks before this happened Um, he was killed in a bakery brawl With his brother, which I read up on Okay <clears throat> And the craziest thing about it is Um, that at one point The guy who killed him Took a, I think it's called a hot dish plate Or something like that Um, which I'm imagining is like a Pyrex dish Or something Um, picks it up What? I'm just, I'm just a Pyrex dish I know, right? Picks it up Charles chucks it at him, and it, like, hits him, and then shatters, and then a piece stabs through, like, his chest. So I guess that's how he died, officially. Sure, okay. Death by Pyrex. I mean, same, but only because I'm from the South. Anywho. Um, yes. So, he was a member of the same club as Jimmy Mizen, who had just died two weeks earlier. Um... His I feel father. like that's a conspiracy theory, right? Waiting to happen. Exactly. So some people need to do some research. Where are you at? Sandy Hook doubters. I'm not, but the rest I mean, of you Rose can. Ann, where are you at? No, just kidding. Mr. Knox's father, Colin, uh, was for many years the junior chairman of that club, uh, where Danny Mizen and Jimmy. Uh, played. Danny, Danny Mizen was a captain. Jimmy's brother. Okay. So, um, Danny Mizzen says, "My thoughts are with his family." Basically because he knows exactly what they're going through. Right. Um, Kevin May, Rob Knox's uncle, says, when's it all going to end? When is this violence and the carrying of knives by young people going to stop? Something's got to be done. Two stabbings in two weeks is too much. Um, It's it's an issue there. It's a really big problem. Apparently Um, it's... uh, Your British friend, your only British friend, because my only one Mm -hmm. is too far removed now yeah to know the current going on but um i know it's a big issue with gangs and like on the street and fights and stuff like knives are a big problem there i don't feel like i mean i'm just it's just different because they can't have i don't think they can have guns that's not available even their police officers don't carry Mm -hmm. um so that's one thing but um i mean it's it's just a shame I always just picture, like, West Side Story, but with British accents. Basically, Lots yeah. snapping. Yeah. You know. You know. <clears throat> yes, so... It doesn't deter me from visiting, though. Oh, say that. Oh, absolutely not. Like, stab me a few times, but I'm going. Well, no, but... I mean... <laughs> I, I'm still going. <laughs> I'll just have to find a kitchen knife to carry on me, too, right. I guess. <clears throat> um, okay. So, Warner Brothers spokesperson, um for the Harry Potter films said, we're deeply shocked by the news. Our thoughts and sympathy are with the family. Um, Scotland Yard spokesman said, a man aged 21 has been arrested on suspicion of murder. He's being held in custody. We don't believe it's game related. Um, So, Carl Norman Bishop was arrested. um, He was born in 1987. So, he is... like, just a few years older. No. 87, he would be now uh turning depending on his birthday, twenty nine. Twenty nine yeah, that sounds right. So he's just like two years older than Rob at the time. <clears throat> Something like that. Anywho, I don't do math. He was arrested um and charged with murder um that night. He was taken into custody and remained there until his trial, which began in February of two thousand nine, which is very, very quick as far as the justice system. Sure. Um, he was found guilty of murder on 4th March 2009 and received a life sentence with a minimum of 20 years. Um, apparently he reported... Police say that he reportedly showed no remorse for his crimes. Which is fucked up. Um, another thing that I saw was that... Um... Ah, he posthumously appeared, um... In the Half-Blood Prince when it released in... Posthumously or posthumously? Posthumously. Posthumously, right? right. right. Is that the right way? Probably. I don't know. Um, but he did appear in the film when it was released. Um, I want to say it was in 2009. But it was released. Hmm. It's just very sad because everybody says that he was, like, very on his way up you know? Yeah. I mean, it is sad. In general, it's sad. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, he was the 28th teenager killed in Britain in 2008. At this time, it was May of 2008. So, 28 teenagers killed by stabbing in within, like, the first five months. Wow. Of 2008. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. His relatives were saying that his, um, appearance in this the half-blood prince was supposed to was set to launch his career as an actor <clears throat> so that's the sad story of jimmy mizzen nope that's nope. not right rob Knox. oh my god I'm i am not even. what i'm doing and jimmy mizzen's and brother jimmy mizzen. jimmy mizzen is the one who died david mizzen is his brother there. got it okay well sad story about both of them yeah but it was Interesting. So, I didn't know that somebody in right? the Harry Potter Me world either. was, like, I had no idea. that they, they had murdered. been like killed, yeah. Right. So, here's the thing, Britain, Fix your gun problem. And then come over here and teach... Er, no. Fix what? your knife problem. And then come over here and teach us how to fix our gun problem. Please. Mm, I just... I mean, first of all, they were kitchen knives. So, let's just state the facts that it wasn't like... Right. And how are you going to cook food? There's only so many things you can pare down. I don't think that they sell pocket knives there. I could be wrong, but I want to say that they don't allow, like, that are not supposed to be carried. But you can't take kitchen knives away from people. I mean... You can't. It's a kitchen knife. Like, chefs need them. People need them to prepare food. Like, you're just... You can't... Just, you should be able to do everything... That you need to do in a kitchen with a spork. Well no. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so You're looking at me like I absolutely refuse to ever cut chicken with a spork. It's not happening. No, it's not happening. <laughs> I would never that's not even possible. The I mean the most you could do is shred it and Well. Which is fine when I want that. But then I, don't I want. want that. So there you go. <clears throat> okay, well, we're going to take a break while Stephanie and I argue over the Sports. importance of sporks or the lack mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Mm-hmm. From spies to myths and legends to world leaders, the bitchery of history is exploring the women who made history only to be forgotten by it. We come out every week, Monday morning at 4 a.m. Pacific time, so get up early and get bitchin'. Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and Podomatic, download every Monday and remember Bitches bitches get get stuff stuff done. Got it. And we're back. Hello. Mm -hmm -hmm. So it's a nice rainy afternoon here in southeast London. (laughs) If only that's where we were. I'm just like, I'm trying to imagine that we're just chilling. You know, just like living it up. There's like all these really fun places. And in the London. World. Yeah, in the world. That would be... That are not here. Um, <clears throat> they look like they're a lot of fun, so I'd really like to go yeah. there. That sounds good. Um, unfortunately, we're just stuck in the middle of the swamp in Florida. <laughs> because the whole state's a giant swamp. Somebody kill me, please. Anyway. Um, so, I guess our final bit is our little bit of a makeup tip which seems to be our thing um let us know if you love them hate them want one anything i don't yeah, know we feedback need, i don't know we need suggestions because yeah like we're we already know everything you know and we're not yeah, right to say it we don't we already so, know everything like all of the things we know them so um no the thing is we don't really understand what people don't understand about makeup, because we're in it all day, every day. That's true. And like skincare and things like that. Sometimes I forget that not everybody knows that, you know, which is drying and or that you have to remove your, your makeup before you wash it. Oh my god. Things like that. Um, agreed. My thing is, and this is a perfect day, because I'm here in my tanned glory. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie is so to bronze right say now. say that I really dislike... When customers come in, or anybody talks to me about wanting to be color matched, but then so I match them perfectly to their current color that they're sitting at my chair in, mm-hmm. or let's say you have an event coming up and you're a bride and you're doing a trial and you're like, oh, but the day of my wedding, I'm going to be tan, or. In two weeks, I plan to be tanner, or summer's coming, so I'm going to be getting tanner. Mm-hmm. Well, then you know what? Come back to me when you got your tan on. <laughs> because either accept that you have two different shades for the time of year. I have a very pale winter shade. Mm-hmm. I have it in between, where I've gotten a little sun, because just now the sun is out and more enjoyable to be in. Right. And then I have, for my days like this, when I am full on spray tanned or self tanned brown AF brown which is I wish I could get this tan in the summer well sometimes <clears throat> it's just a lot of effort do you not? I do but it's just effort I feel like that's as brown as I am already and like in retail it's hard because you're working weekends yeah, and stuff so exactly. um, and it's so muggy where I live that I don't want to mm-hmm. I was going to tan outside today but I'm like yeah it's kind of it's nasty gross Um, and now it's raining so Um, but if I want to be matched to what I'm having this tan on unfortunately every tan reacts differently so it's really hard to gauge what your level of tan is going to be and it usually sometimes even alters the undertone of your tan it has a lot to do with the ph of your skin also which means that when you put on foundation it's going to oxidize differently than it normally would because your skin's ph is off right because now we're talking about and you should tan your face if you. Mm-hmm. You should get something that's face friendly. I think San Tropez makes a face mask, don't they? They do make a face mask, and yeah. there's other brands that make specifically for the face. Um, Ulta makes tanning drops that so you add into your moisturizer, so that's nice if you just want a little bit of a oh, healthy yeah. glow on the face every day. Um, all I all usually day. try to use that so that when I'm not wearing makeup, you still look it's like a little glowy. Tan. I love myself better with the tan. I love having a little bit more color. I do not like myself pasty. Right. I feel like I look a little dead. Um, <laughs> so I like myself with more of a tan, but I color match myself when I have my tan. I don't right. try to guess. And I can't guess. You shouldn't guess. Right. There's no way. This is not. Thing. It doesn't work like a toaster. Right. Like. That there's a level. And I'm like. Right. Okay. You're going to be like just two shades up. Or whatever. Very different. Or five. Right. You could be ten. You need to come and see us when. You have your tan done, especially if you have a big event. If you are getting married, you have prom, you have anything that you're mm-hmm. going to be photographed, and it's important to you. Mm-hmm. And you won't have time to exchange a foundation if you don't want a bright orange line on your chin the yep. day of your wedding. Yep. come back when you're tan. Correct. So that's my big thing. Please accept that if you go in without anything, you will be matched, and you will be buying a foundation. And more than likely, if you'd say to me, well, let's get the next one up or two shades up. Okay, fine. But do you want to wear it now? Some, yeah. Most people say yes. And I'm like,
1: Whoa. You're going to
0: look ridiculous. Yeah, it's not going to match you now. We're trying to help you. Yeah. Not make you come back. Correct. And I know I hate going and returning and or exchanging makeup. And that's how I end up <clears> with half <throat> the crap that I have. Right. But anyway, the point is, keep it easy on us. Keep it sure. easy on yourself. Especially, again, if you've got a big thing. Mm-hmm come back when you're tan it's worth the second trip it is to be yeah or just having a second bottle of foundation sure. and by the way most last two plus years mm-hmm. so even if you open it just for that one event and you're only tan for a couple weeks mm-hmm. when you're tan next summer and you still have it you can still use it <clears throat> my rule is if it doesn't smell if it's not separating yep um and it doesn't look Bad. visibly gross yep you're fine keep you're your fine I've had some foundation bottles for years because mm-hmm. I've been that shade when I was tan and maybe yep. different tan <clears throat> doesn't make me that tan oh but let me clarify um, you have to keep it clean keep yes, it closed just, yes, don't stick yeah. your nasty hands in it no no hands no fingers no nothing and it don't because bacteria grows y'all it does um but eyeshadows some eyeshadows that I've had from mac and other places Mm -hmm. that i've never had to replace Mm because one i've never run out of them because that's what happens when you buy quality over quantity Mm -hmm. and two because they're not bad powder doesn't typically grow bacteria so as long as you keep you keep yourself cleanly and responsible and not in moisture held areas and if you're not sure spritz it with a little bit of alcohol from about six inches away yep and then wipe it with a tissue, first layer, get a couple mm-hmm. layers off, whatever you feel make you comfortable, but um, generally doesn't go bad, so don't fret having, you know, two or three different shades of foundation and, like, it's all going to go bad. <laughs> um, I think I have six different bottles of foundation in my drawer right well, now. Well, I mean, I own, like, ten because right. I have my freelance kit, but for myself... No, those are just for me. <laughs> well, yeah, so for me, probably, like, five. <laughs> yeah. Because I have different formulas, so sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm waterproof, sometimes I'm not waterproof. So it might be more like six or seven. Right, exactly. And then I mix and I go from there and create a lot, so. Just do what's best for you. Yep. Make an extra trip. Yep. It's worth it. Trust me. Please. And save us all the time. Just do it. We're tired of the headache. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Okay, well that's Fame and Misfortune. Um. Okay, so our Patreon is going to be going up at some point, probably within the next month. Okay. Um... I say probably. If you have any ideas of what people would be interested we would love Yeah, feedback. if there's something that and you would we like. We should probably start again saying subscribe to us yes, on I iTunes. I was just <laughs> getting there. I was going to say, please, 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 please follow on Twitter. Follow on Twitter. Uh, Fampod, F-A-M-P-O-D. That's... Is Twitter. Twitter, okay. And mm-hmm. then Podcast is, is Instagram. Yep. Um, right. We have a Facebook. It's Facebook.com slash Fame and Misfortune. Okay podcast maybe i think you'll sure. find it um and then we have a website fame and misfortune podcast.com um if you are listening on an iphone please for the love of god just go in and rate it just click a star number down at the bottom yeah. on our One, podcast two, page write it. Five, rate it. you want care. to know how we're doing yeah if you have time leave a review i'm i get it i'm Barely ever left a review on anything, but I'll yep. give them stars. I will like rate <clears throat> things. I'm I am admittedly bad about that, but it yep. would be helpful. Um, um Yeah, it would be really great. And then if you have any questions or if you're not sure, or if you have a makeup tip or a suggestion or something you just want to know about and want some free advice, send it to either our website or our Facebook or our email, which is fame and misfortune at gmail.com. Yeah, and I think also let us know what you might be interested in the Patreon, uh-huh. because we're a little bit lost. We're we have some ideas. We have Aaron made up a good list, but we want to make sure... We're very in the dark about well, all of this. We're new to it. Yeah, so. but also we want to make sure we're giving people what they want. So, sure. you know, we don't want to <coughs> offer things that people would be like, what, why, don't exactly. care about that. Um, you know. Um, yeah. So, let oh, I also found out that we are, we broke... Two thousand five hundred downloads yes is so exciting. exciting so i'm wondering if we should start a live show and what top 50 work on a live show uh we're on top 50 society and culture that's awesome i know right on itunes uh-huh oh my god can you believe it we're killing it <gasps> we're getting up there i can't believe that people like cool. us they really like us they love us they love me they really love me yeah it's exciting okay yeah. well you know there's that so awesome um love it beautiful all right i guess we'll see you next thursday doing the thing sounds good see you next thursday bye bye